We feel cold, but we don't mind it because we will not come to harm. And if we wrapped up against the cold, we wouldn't feel other things like the bright tingle of the stars or the music of the aurora, or best of all, the silky feeling of moonlight on our skin. It's worth being cold for that. Philip Pullman. Hey guys, what's up and welcome back to another Coffee Talk. Today I wanted to talk about how life can just sometimes be a witch. I figured with it being Utober and October and with Halloween around the corner, I could turn kind of like a life metaphor into some witchier statements. I don't know, basically I'm just going to sprinkle witchiness throughout this whole kind of just life pep talk slash chat that we're going to have because sometimes life really is just going to be a witch. It's kind of inevitable in life that there's going to be the way that you want things to go, the way that you expect things to go, the way that you dream of them being. Maybe you journal about the way that you feel about things. Maybe you have big goals. Maybe you have big ambitions. Maybe you see yourself just living a certain kind of life and kind of taking a certain kind of journey to get there, right? And as we grow older and as we change and our lives evolved, the things that we want and the things that we dream for and the things that happen to us in life also tend to evolve and change and we're put through different seasons for different reasons and with each one of those seasons whether it's a sunny season or sometimes it's a rainier season sometimes it's just kind of a dull season sometimes it's a chaotic stormy season either way we always kind of come out on the other end not only stronger but with more insight and more wisdom and more intel I picked the quote for today's coffee talk because I liked the idea that feeling the cold can sometimes be worth most times actually I would say be worth feeling the warmth of life too. But that isn't to say that when life does turn into a witch that it's easy to deal with. Sometimes there's just gonna be things that don't go your way. There's gonna be things that take longer than we think they're gonna take that we have to work harder than we thought we'd have to work for. Or maybe there's just things that just take a completely different course and you're not expecting it and you're kind of left with these ingredients to life and you're sitting there like, okay, well, this isn't what I wanted. The thing is though, is if we spend so much time sitting and worrying about our life's ingredients, the ingredients that are just in front of us, sitting at our table right now in this moment, i.e. like wherever you find yourself presently in your life right now, if we refuse ourselves to just own the ingredients that we have, then we're never gonna take the first step into creating our dish or you know what, let's call it our potion today because we're talking witchy things. So consider life to be a cauldron, okay? Let's say that this cauldron is is your time and your energy here on earth. And then in front of that cauldron is all of your ingredients. And as time and energy is boiling over the fire in your witchy cauldron, you sit there and you're kind of playing witch to the ingredients that you're throwing into the cauldron. You only have a limited supply of time and energy. We all know that. Do we know how much time? No. And I don't know about you guys, but I feel like if we could know, I wouldn't want to because that would change my perception and probably then change my ability or my threshold for energy. And then how much energy we have, at least in my opinion, comes from the way that we choose to balance our ingredients. I think that sometimes by accident, we can put too much of one ingredient into our lives or try and overcompensate for other ingredients or for our potions to be turning it a way that we don't want. And I think that when we do that, like when we overspice our life just formula, the reason why that we tend to overspice it sometimes or we just, it falls out of balance if you will. Okay, let's just ditch the metaphor because I'm getting too scrambled. The reason why sometimes we fall out of balance is 
because subconsciously we're trying to overcompensate or trying to basically beat around accepting life for exactly how it is right in front of you. The reason why our potions get out of balance is partly sometimes within our control and partly outside of our control. Maybe the fire burns a little too hot and things get too heated in your cauldron. Maybe you accidentally spill and you have to, you know, rebalance all of your ingredients to get yourself back to feeling in balance again. But sometimes, and I think more than we tend to want to take responsibility for, we actually have a lot more control over the potions that we're creating in our lives than we think. It's just hard to, you know, step into your witchy powers, if you will, because to step fully into our power would mean to take full responsibility for our lives. I think a big lesson that I'm learning this year is to, in a lot of ways, just not be such a baby. By not be such a baby, I mean, I'm a sensitive individual, so when things tend to not necessarily go the way that I was hoping, I find that I get very emotional. That's just kind of how I am. Doing things like meditation and trying to become more mindful has brought me is that sense of peace of being able to kind of witness my emotions or witness how I'm feeling and then decide whether or not, and I'm not talking like I do this all the time, but most times if I can catch it, I can decide whether or not I want to react to those emotions. When you feel like in your life, you know, you're kind of going through your day to day, do you find that you're more responding to things that are happening to you or reacting to things that are happening to you? Because when you're in a reactive state of mind, it becomes nearly impossible to get your potion, your life's formula to be balanced because you're kind of just like throwing ingredients in based on the chaoticness of what's happening in front of you, you know? And it's hard because I get it life kind of feels sometimes like it's on a treadmill like we can't turn down the speed even if we wanted to so it's hard not to become reactive especially too I find that being you know a lot of the times and a lot of us suffer from things like anxiety even if it's just a subtle boil of anxiety but that subtle boil that little bit of extra heat in our lives can create us to become a lot more reactive to things that happen to us on a day-to-day -day basis than responsive so let's say you're late for something or you really were into somebody that's just not into you or you just feel like your life is not taking the set course that you thought it would it can really throw you off your rocker and then you might find yourself feeling depleted like you have no motivation like the last thing you want to do is step into some sort of witchy majestic power and by that I literally just mean to step into who you are and to feel that like bubbling energy of life in your life again you know and I think that that comes from understanding that we all have so much accessibility and also potential to create so much magic in our lives. But a lot of us step back in fear of what might happen if one, I think we stepped into our full power, but also two, in believing that we don't actually have any power over it at all. And that's what ends up kind of pushing us down the lane of being reactive to life and then suddenly feeling like life is a witch, like life is against you, like life is trying to kind of beat you down. So with not trying to be like a baby lately, I feel like I've been aware of the times and I'm talking even today, like today was a hard day for me suddenly because I just felt super anxious today and it was one of those things that I was like it's odd because mentally I'm like I know that I'm fine I know that like there's just a lot on my plate and the only thing I can really do is just give myself like the grace of taking a deep breath every time I notice myself starting to kind of like like my nervous energy will start to bubble up and it'll just start to feel like I need to rush everything in my life. And when I rush everything, I'm reactive. And that's all literally coming from that little extra piece of just 
added heat. And that added heat is solely coming from having a lot to do, but worrying that I'm not going to be able to handle it. What's the best thing that I can create out of this? Let's say you're in a scenario where your life's course feels like it's not where you want it to be. You have goals, you have dreams, you have ambitions, and you have things that you're excited about when you think about them and you wanna be spending your time and your energy on them. So your cauldron is sitting there and you know exactly the ingredients you wanna be throwing in, but you're still trying to kind of like counterbalance or to fix whatever is already in the bowl. Basically, let's say you wanted to spend more time writing. You've always thought about it, you've always loved it, Maybe you even do a little bit of journaling right now, but you've really wanted to write a book, but yet you feel like you don't have the time or you don't have the ingredients or whatever it is that feels like it's kind of stepping in between you and writing that book. That's what's kind of getting in the way of things feeling out of balance, right? And then so we might spend so much time doing all of the things that are basically on our to-do list because we feel like we've already committed to. And then once those commitments are done, we're almost so exhausted that we just default to kind of watching TV or doing non-productive, but also like not necessarily passionate things in our lives. And then we sit back and forth with just like putting all of our time and energy into basically, you know, what we think we should be doing or what we have to be doing or our mandatory urgent things that are important, but then we're not spending the extra let's say 10, 20% of our time on the things that are just as important, but maybe not necessarily need to be done right now. There's no timeline on them. So that book kind of just sits in this back dusty corner of your mind and you teeter totter between all of your mandatory things that are already presently asking for your attention in your life right now. And then basically just trying to give your attention to anything that just feels like a break for your brain. The thing about that is that is what's going to constantly make it so that our cauldrons, I'm always just gonna bring it back to this metaphor for this whole coffee talk, I hope that's cool. We have to make it witchy, it's YouTuber. Our cauldrons are flip-flopping between being super hot and ice cold, and we don't ever find that sweet spot of the temperature in between that's just like cozy and comfortable and inspiring and motivating too, because there's nothing wrong with feeling cozy and comfortable, and I think in a lot of ways it's actually from our comfort zones and our comfort spots in our lives that we're able to take the step outside of our comfort zones. But when you're being tossed out of your comfort zone, or when you feel like your comfort zone has become almost like a jail, like you can't even get out even if you wanted to, then that's when our potions are off. That's when our life is off. And that's when everything kind of feels like it's against you. You might even start to feel like it's you against you. Like you're kind of falling into, let's call it dark magic, if you will. So dark magic meaning maybe you're finding yourself giving into bad habits. Maybe have you found yourself doing anything recently where you're consciously like, why am I doing this? Like, why am I hitting? Yes, please continue on with the Netflix episodes when I know that there's things that I'd much rather be doing. Or why am I skipping my workouts? And why am I not prioritizing my self-care? Why am I not getting enough sleep? It's 2 a.m. I know I should go to bed, but why am I not doing it? Why am I not doing the things that I know I want to be doing and I say I'm going to be doing, but then I just find myself not doing them? Why am I not stepping into my full power and my full potential? I think the main reason, number one, is our sense of connection. A lot of the times in our connection to our cauldrons, our potions, when our connection to our life, when it's off, it feels kind of like impossible to balance your ingredients because Half of you doesn't really care to, and half of you thinks that you don't have the capability to do it. So our sense of connection means that when you're 
Okay, there's this quote that's like, your passion should fuel your purpose. Or maybe it's your purpose should fuel your passion. Either way, it works. Because it's like, the things that you're passionate about should fuel your purpose here on Earth. The things that you love should be the ingredients that you're throwing into your cauldron. Or your purpose should be fueling your passion. So what you know your end cauldron recipe is going to be should be fueling the fun you're having with tossing those ingredients. Like, let's flip this into cooking for a second. Keep it on the cauldrons, but let's say we're making a coffee. I used to be a big Keurig girl, okay? I'm going somewhere with this. And I used to just wake up in the mornings, pop my Keurig on, walk away, do my thing, come back, my coffee would be ready. Cool. I ended up looking into how, you know, Keurigs aren't necessarily as environmentally friendly. So last year, in 2018, I started making a French press coffee. And something about each step it takes to make a French press coffee felt like pure joy to me every single morning because I knew the coffee I was going to get out of it and it made me stop and really like savor the enjoyment of making my morning coffee. I know that that probably sounds very silly to some, maybe coffee lovers out there will totally get it, but it's just like the ingredients became, or the steps to, to creating the coffee became part of the enjoyment. So the experience became part of the outcome. And so when you want to have a certain outcome, the only way you're gonna get there is if you feel like connected or drawn to the experience. So what ingredients are in your life right now? Because even if let's say you can't flip out your ingredients right away, I think the first step is making the connection that things need to change in your life. If life kind of always feels like it's like against you, or if you just feel like you're not living the life that you want to, you're not feeling the energies that you want to, you're not in the place that you know you just could be. You know, I think that I could explain a million ways that you've probably felt this feeling, but you already know how it's resonating in within you because you're probably thinking of it right now. You're probably feeling that feeling it gives you right now. Whether it is to write that book or to be with that person or to chase your dream or to move or maybe it's even just as daring and as adventurous as learning how to love yourself. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter what you're trying to make or manifest or conk or concoct in your potion. It's basically a means of making the connection for what you want to basically be making in your life, what you want to be seeing in your life, what ideas do you already have in your mind that you know are the types of things that you want to see happen for you, that you want to cultivate, create the magic you want, the power you want. How do you make that connection between believing it and knowing it and then having the ingredients for it? It's just a matter of resonating with it. You have to resonate with what you're doing. You have to resonate with what you're setting out for or else you're going to find yourself constantly not doing it. Or the other problem is not believing that you have the power. So with not believing you have the power would basically mean not believing that you're a witch. And whether you're running with my witch metaphor right now or not, basically it's a matter of whether or not you believe you have the power to actually be the person that you want to be and live the life that you see yourself living. And that's not an easy thing for us all to believe because maybe you came from an upbringing that taught you otherwise. Maybe you had experiences in your life that made you feel like you were unworthy or unworthy wanted or not good enough or maybe for whatever reason you learned along the way or maybe it's a circumstances of the society that you're living in right now or the generation that we're all in that's taught you for whatever reason that you're not capable of creating whatever life's potion you want to create and so instead of maybe feeling more reactive to your life you'll spend most of your time trying to basically counterbalance a potion of what you think everybody else is expecting of you or what you think you know the world has basically 
told you. It's kind of like the idea of if you don't make a decision, then life's going to choose for you. And it's kind of, yeah, it's exactly that. If you don't decide the potion you're trying to create, then that potion is just going to create itself or it's going to start making demands and you'll spend all of your time trying to react or trying to fix the measurements that are in your bowl. But when you believe that you're powerful, when you know that you actually in a lot of ways are the magician of your life, that you can bring to life any idea that you have inside your mind, given the combination of one, believing that you're capable of doing so, but then also two, showing up for yourself and standing and stepping into your power. That's the combination that's going to bring you the life that makes you feel like you're the witch that's sitting there concocting exactly what you're looking to draw up. It's being daring enough to have things in your life that have maybe taught you that you won't be able to have what you want and still standing by your belief that you can have it anyways. And it's having the faith that there's something out there that wants wants you to live the life that you want. Maybe for you, it's God. Maybe for you, it's your higher self. Maybe for you, it's just believing that the world is a good place. You have to align with a core value, a core belief that is going to be basically your ride or die whenever you find that your ingredients are running short or that you feel like your power is starting to to basically go away. It's what you lean back on that reminds you that life isn't trying to be a witch. It's trying to push you in the direction you want to go. And the more you resist exactly who you've been destined to be since you've been on this earth, the harder and the witchier life is going to feel because it's going to constantly be showing you or mirroring, that's a hard word to say, mirroring back to you basically the beliefs that you have about the world, because that's all it really is. All of this life experience, all of the things that you connect to, the way that it makes you feel, those reactions, those are perspectives that we all look at life through based on everything that we've grown to know up until now, grown to experience up until now, and then chosen to believe. So whether or not you feel like life is on your side or isn't, is basically always going to be true. So if you believe that life is a witch, then life's going to continue to be a witch. But if you believe that you're a witch and that you're powerful, then suddenly you're going to start feeling like you're a witch and like you're powerful. The things that we choose to feed our minds basically manifest themselves into our lives. So when you have ideas that come knocking on your door, ideas are in a lot of ways pictured as like energy. It's energy that's coming to you and its driving force is to be manifested. Ideas come to you and they can sometimes be great ideas and they can sometimes be crappy ideas. They're like the ingredients. They're coming to you and they're on your plate, but that doesn't mean you have to use them. That said, when good ideas come to you, when magical ideas come to you, when powerful ideas come to you and you don't use them and you create basically a habit out of not using those ingredients in your potions, then it's going to become harder and harder to start spotting those good ideas and those powerful moments. And the magic will feel like it's starting to fade in your life, not because it actually is, but because you stopped believing in it. You stopped believing in your ability to access it and you stopped believing in your ability to actually use it. And it's always sad because then I think we've all gone through phases and we can all think of other people in our lives that might be going through these phases right now where they say that there's things that they want to do or you know that there's something magical in them or they just don't see it in themselves or maybe they're going through a tough time and they're being really hard on themselves or whatever it is and you're sitting there just like awestruck because you're just like if you were to just do this like you could just you could picture exactly how they have all of these things that they're already out there searching for and the crazy thing is is that that 
basically entails you and I too. We all do it. We're all sitting there trying to look for other people's ingredients. We're trying to create potions based on what we think the world wants us to create with our lives. And we become so distracted and we stop listening to ourselves and we stop trusting our guts. We stop we just basically start ignoring all of these powerful moments and these powerful insights that would bring us further into the lives that we really do want to be living. And I think stepping into your power is also refraining from dark magic. It's refraining from doing anything that you know is going to set you off course. It's funny because I just watched a movie last night where one of the lines that the girl said in the movie is she was like, it's a very pessimistic point of view on humans, but that it was embedded into our DNA to self-destruct. And I remember thinking like, it's interesting because the more I've thought about it, I'm like, is that true? And I don't necessarily believe it is. But like I said, the more that you stop believing in your power, I think the more that you basically give your brain the task to then prove to yourself that you're not powerful. So you might be presented with a situation where you really could show up for yourself, where you really could step into your power. Maybe there's something you've always wanted to do, like write a book, and you suddenly find yourself with a month of free time. I don't know, let's say, for whatever reason, maybe you get mono, okay? I really hope you don't get mono, but let's say for this reason you get mono and you're sitting there feeling crappy and like life's a witch, when instead life's just given you a powerful opportunity to focus on writing while you're sick, okay? Maybe that wasn't like the best analogy, but you kind of get where I'm going here. If you are stuck in believing that life is against you or that you're against yourself or that you're powerless to the way that your life unfolds, then you won't show up in these powerful moments and you won't take hold of that magic. And the more that you basically tell yourself that you're not powerful and that life isn't magical in its own way, I know that that sounds like a silly thing to believe in, but I mean magical in the sense of it is insane when you really sit and think about it on a daily basis, the things that are in your life that happen to you every day that are like things that probably at one time in your life you would have just died for, or that you would have been over the moon to know was gonna be your norm. And when that happens, I think it can become really easy for all of us to start tampering with some dark magic, you know? You might start comparing yourself to other people. You might start noticing yourself gossiping rather than talking about more like inspiring topics or connecting with people on a deeper level. You might start finding yourself, you know, being at ends with yourself and constantly talking down to yourself or just feeling anxious all the time or feeling off, just off balance or off center because for whatever reason you've lost sight in the fact that you're a powerful person and that no matter what goes on in your life, no matter what tends to boil over in your cauldron, that you don't have the ingredients and the power to bring it back into balance and then to learn and write down exactly what happened so that you can be better at it next time or prevent it from happening next time. I guess what I'm getting at here is that when we take responsibility for our lives, when we step into our full potential as witches and we take all of the magic that's in the tips of our fingers and we decide to then take no bullshit and to take no excuses from the world or from ourselves to create exactly what we want to make in our potions or in our cauldron. That's when life's magic happens. When we take full responsibility for exactly where we are, exactly who we are, and set out to either change the recipe, change the ingredients, or change the measurements so that we can find that bliss point, that happy in-between in our lives where we are cozy and we are comfortable, but we're also motivated and inspired and powerful, 
that's how we win. Today's the first like full on long coffee talk that I haven't done with points in a while. So I'm sorry if I got a little all over the place. Basically, if life feels like a witch, then turn yourself into the witch, take back the reign over your power and show life who the witch really is. Create the magic you want in your life. Adjust your means, you know, don't take any excuses from yourself or any excuses from your current circumstances without seeing your potential to change. And take that as you will, but also take it with the fact that change won't happen overnight, you know? It's not meant to happen overnight because that's how I think we continuously stay out of balance. It's just a matter of taking a, a little piece at a time, a little section at a time, you know, a sprinkle of a little bit more patience, a dash of some self-value, some intrinsic self-value that I mean isn't the value from getting the affirmations from other people or from, you know, getting compliments or getting likes or followers or whatever it is that you want. It's like intrinsic value solely for the sake of who you are and your life experience and your right to just like go after whatever it is you want to create in this life and I don't know maybe like we should pour a half a cup of just like having some faith in ourselves and a three cups of just like community and love and appreciation and gratitude and maybe we'll start to feel like our lives are back in our control and like our powers are back in our hands there's been a few situations in the last few months where to me it's felt like life was being a witch and I have been really trying to be aware of like I said my emotions and my reactions to these moments and to these things that maybe aren't necessarily going my way and instead to see them as opportunities to kind of play around with life's ingredients to know that I know exactly what dish I'm making. It's not gonna be steps one, two, three, four to get there. Maybe there's some extra steps that I didn't see, but those extra steps are teaching me things. Or maybe those extra steps are me needing to take responsibility for believing that I'm not gonna be capable of making the potion I'm looking for, you know? Each day we take on different battles. Each day we take on different challenges. Some days you're gonna feel like you can conquer the world and like you are the most powerful witch here. And some days you're gonna feel like life is the witch and it's just after you and like you're sitting there, you're the cauldron, you know? You're just like on fire, just like, okay, cool. Just burn me at the stake, if you will. But ultimately, we all know that no matter what, season it is that you're going through in your life, when no matter what you feel like is standing in your way, no matter what's feeling like it's off balance, no matter how you feel in terms of reacting to the things going on in your life, that we are all very powerful witches or warlocks if you're guys watching this or just in general, we're just powerful beings. And the things that we are capable of when we really actually rise to the occasion fully and take all the responsibility and all the ownership for our cauldron and our lives and our time and our energy and we choose to balance them out in ways of self-care and going after the things that really resonate with your sole purpose here and being there for other people and helping other people with their cauldrons when you have a second, you know? And I think that the more that we start to realize that that power is actually in our hands, that we have this area of things that we have a lot of influence over, then the things that we actually do have influence over or the things that we are powerful with or the magic that we have starts to grow.
I'll leave you guys with this like last little piece because it, it ties into this. The book that I'm reading, it's The Happiness Advantage and there's this one section that he just talked about and it's called the Zorro Circle. And he talks about how Zorro starts learning how to fight in a small circle. And once he's good at fighting in that small circle, his master then expands the circle wider and wider. And with each time that he expands the circle, he gets better rather than just trying to be a good fighter in the whole, you know, biggest size circle there is. So it's not about basically balancing your potion overnight. It's about wherever you find yourself to be in your life right now, maybe you feel like your potion's pretty damn close to balance, or maybe you feel like you haven't even started throwing things into the pot. Start small and just let that ripple effect add in more power and more influence in your life until you feel like you are at your highest self. Basically get to the point that you're drinking the life's sweet nectar of the potion that you've created with all of the power that lies in your fingertips. So there you guys have it. That is the coffee talk episode I had for you guys today about how sometimes life can just be a witch. I may have dipped all over the place because I had no talking points for today, but I felt like it would just be fun to sit and chill and talk kind of witchy metaphors with you guys when life can just sometimes just not be so fun to deal with and you feel like a little powerless in your life. So hopefully this motivated you or gave you some sort of insight to take away and to take into your cauldron now and to adjust your ingredients. And aside from that, I'll talk to all of you guys in the next Coffee Talk. Bye guys.